What's up, and welcome to the Single Player Experience Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Sebastian Malden, and in this episode, we're talking about an indie game that just released that's given me some Hades vibes. It's a single-player top-perspective action RPG that I just knew had to be this week's indie game recommendation of the week. Find out why right after the intro. DJ, start the intro, man! Welcome to the Single Player Experience Podcast, the premier podcast where single-player gamers can find out about the single-player games that they need to play and have in their backlog. As always, I'm your host, Sebastian Malden, and I want to ask you a favor. If you like the episode, like, subscribe, and leave a review. It helps the podcast grow and reach other people. By the way, I also want to invite you to join the Single Player Experience Discord server. There you can find all the video game recommendations, hang out with other gamers, and discuss the dope games that you are currently playing. The link to join the Discord is in the description. Enough about all that housekeeping because we got a good episode for you today. So, let's get to it. DJ, cut the beat. Ayan Assault is an action platformer game that was developed and published by Herberg Productions. It was released January 2023 for the PC and the Switch. Just a disclaimer, I was provided a Switch code for review. That said, let's get to it. So, I want to start with the narrative. Unfortunately, this is the weakest element of the game. In the beginning of the game, you can see that some unnamed soldiers are trying to evade the home of your two playable characters, Mama and Pele. After quickly beating them down and sending them away, the two set out on a quest for revenge. We don't know why they go out seeking revenge, especially considering they whooped that ass and sent the soldiers packing, nor do we know why the soldiers really invaded in the first place. That said, other than the quick cutscene that we get at the beginning of the game, no other context about the characters or their motivations were really provided. It's obvious that the narrative really isn't the main focus of this game, but I just wanted to state that if you're looking for a narrative-based game, this ain't gonna be it for you. So let's get to the meat and potatoes of this game, and that's the gameplay. The gameplay is a lot like Super Mario 2. You choose the world, aka the stage that you want to play, and you platform your way into the end of the level. There are 16 levels total, and that includes the four main bosses that you have to defeat along the way. The game is kind of divided into four regions, and there are one main boss per region. So, depending on your skill level, you can probably beat this game in around 2 to probably 6 hours. The two playable characters, Pele and Mama, play exactly the same way, without anything special gameplay-wise to really make that choice of character really feel monumental and special. That choice will basically come down to which character looks the most visually appealing to you. So, let's talk about the controls. In Onion Assault, you can run, jump, pick up things and enemies, and throw them. To pick up items and enemies, you basically jump on them and hit the pickup button. Afterwards, you can throw whatever you picked up at your enemies or just off a cliff and proceed on your merry little way. Onion Assault doesn't really have a whole lot of controls, and that element makes this game very pickup and play friendly. I want to say, despite its clear inspirations with Mario, the game does have some unique concepts. For example, in this game, you can pluck onions out of the ground and use their attributes to make your way through the levels. Some onions you can use as weapons to throw at people, and others, like the propeller onion for instance, allow you to navigate to new parts of the stage. I want to talk about some additional pros of this game. For starters, Onion Assault has a solid art style and soundtrack. The game has a gorgeous and charming art style that features vibrant pops of colors and unique level designs. 
Like I mentioned earlier, there are four regions and each one of those regions has a different like biome or like environmental type. For instance, you start off in this forest area and then make your way to this ice area after you beat those four levels in the forest area. And I gotta say, each level felt unique. Each level felt different. It felt like there was love and care put into each and every one that made it feel special as opposed to it just feeling like another ice level or another forest level. One example of how detailed these levels are and something that really kind of made me giggle is the fact that some of the pieces in the background like the flowers, the coins, and other things kind of dance to the music. I like that. I like that element a lot. And speaking of music, like that's a really enjoyable element of this game as well. While it's not going to be a soundtrack that I vibe out to while I'm on my way to the grocery store, it is very pleasant while you're playing the game. It has kind of a jovial mix to it that kind of keeps you engaged with what's going on. So no game is perfect and this game is no exception to that rule. So let's talk about its flaws. One aspect that might drive gamers away is the game's difficulty. While it's not on the level of a FirmSoft game by any means, it is a challenging platformer. For each stage, you get three lives and three hearts. You lose a heart when you're damaged and a life when you're out of hearts or just fall off the stage. Unfortunately, there isn't a way to adjust the game's difficulty at all. So if you're looking for more of a chill or relaxed platformer or you're one of those type of gamers who likes playing games on easy mode, this game probably won't be for you. That said, another aspect that I really didn't like about the game is the enemy variety. It's a little bit on the lacking side. You kind of get tired of seeing the same baddies over and over again. Even something as small as changing some of the bad guys color schemes might have broken up that repetitive feeling. So overall, should you play Onion Assault? That really depends on who you are as a gamer. I don't think if you're not a fan of platformers that this is going to change your mind by any means. That said, if you are a fan of platformers, then this is an easy yes. Onion Assault is a short, enjoyable experience that would scratch that itch if you're looking for a game similar to Super Mario World 2. The soundtrack and the art style are solid, and the gameplay is really fun. It does come with its flaws like the anime variety and its lack of a difficulty slider. However, those are outweighed by the game's positives. So like I said earlier, Onion Assault is available for PC and the Switch and you can usually get this game for around 8 bucks. And at that price, this game is a very solid deal. I saw it today on sale for around $6, so you can kind of catch it around that $5 to $8 mark. In this show, we practice the 10 games backlog rule. In this practice, you log down 10 games. Those games are going to be your video game backlog. To be as productive as you possibly can be, we recommend that you only play three games at one time. One single player narrative game, one game that's going to be your chill and relax game, and another game that's going to be your palate cleanser game, which is a game that you play when you're not in the mood for your other narrative games. When you complete or get tired of one game, it leaves the backlog list. Then you decide which new game is added to the list, and which game on the list advances to your active three games. So, where should Onion Assault fit in your video game backlog? I think this is a really good question. Onion Assault is a good palate cleanser game and a good chill and relax game, but only if you're into platformers. It's for sure not a game that you should probably have in your main narrative slot due to its absolute lack of story. As I mentioned earlier, this game is really short and you can probably beat it in a few sittings when you need a break from your main narrative game. So. 
I would probably put this as a good palate cleanser game. So that is the game recommendation of the week that you should consider adding to your video game backlog. Just like I said earlier, I have a favor to ask. If you liked the episode, subscribe and leave a review. It helps the podcast grow and reach other people. And I'd love to see you in the single player experience Discord server. There you can find some video game recommendations. You can also give me feedback on episodes. You can hang out with some other gamers and you can discuss the games that you are currently playing. The link to join our Discord server is in the description of this episode. Once you're in, feel free to share your video game backlog list or talk about the good single player game experiences that you've had lately. Once again, I want to thank you so much for listening to today's episode. You can catch the single player experience episodes dropping every Tuesday and Thursday. I've been Sebastian, and until next time, I hope you stay safe, stay gaming, and I hope to catch you in the next one. Peace.